podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast, Alan the Savage Babich joins me outside Stallard's gym. Wait, is this the Savage or is this just Alan Babich? Who are we today? When I try to look tough, it's Alan Babich. You know? Savage just does. Alan talks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what was the Savage, what I just saw in the ring. You and Joe Joyce, I would pay good money to see that again. That was some serious fucking sparring. Yeah, I, I rarely get the uh, scratches and you see it. You know, he did some, something, so it was eight rounds. It was a very tough eight rounds, you know. On the Monday, Monday we did six rounds, so it was a very, very good sparring. And I enjoyed it every bit. Is that how you usually spar? Because I get the impression that when you go in there, you just do want to take people's heads off and you're not going to take <laughs> any prisoners. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, when I take the center of the ring, I don't want to let it go, you know. And he's the same. So when you, when you meet a guy like that, when I meet a guy like that, it's fucking... Oblivion, you know, it's beautiful. It's carnage. It's a pure carnage, and I love every single bit of it. You know, I'm not. I'm not I know I'm not normal. I'm not. I'm not trying to say I'm normal. But I'm not. You know, but I love it. Beautiful brutality. That's what we'll call it. Um, can you see why you would have been bought in for sparring for Joe? I mean, stature-wise and the relentless pressure that Takam brings. I would say you're more relentless than Takam. Um, but yeah, can you see why you are pretty much the ideal sparring partner for Joe? Well, of course, listen, everybody in the world knows I'm a tough sparring. You know, I keep talking, uh, sparring is the way I got into the boxing. You know, I sparred Dylan White when I was 86 kilos. So everybody knows, everybody who needs good work calls me. You know, and I know if somebody calls a savage, they're, they're for real. You know? So I know what to expect. We've been in sparring, like you said, with world-class heavyweights. Where does Joe sort of rank on that scale? Can you see why, well, Joe is where he is in the sport? He ranks very fucking high, let me tell you, very high. He is, they say he's slow. Bro, he's not slow. He's just, he just measures everything, every, every, every inch, you know. Every inch of the, of the ring is measured by Joe. It's weird sparring with him, you know, because he's kind of slow, but he gets you with almost every punch, you know. It's, it's so weird, he's so long, he's so big, he's so strong, you know. And I rate him very, very high on my sparring list. He's not the toughest sparring I ever had. But he's right up there, bro, right up there. And both of you ate some serious fucking shots. It was like, he hit you with an overhand right, you hit him with a left. Fucking both of you, just every time they landed, I think everyone winced and thought, fuck, one of them's going to go. But you both ate some fucking shots. Yeah, I saw your face. And I saw the faces of all those guys because every time, every time I spar, it's like that, you know. The whole gym just shuts up and watches the sparring, you know. And that's why they brought me in. That's why they pay me that little money. It's not for the pay. It's not for the money. I do it for the legacy. No, now I have Joe Joyce under my belt. I have eight. I have 14 rounds with Joe Joyce. So that's a that's a big, big, big thing for me. You know. Let's talk fight camp. So we're getting ever closer to your fight with Mark Bennett. Um, I heard you talking to Sam Jones. I mean, you are going to try and go in there and take Mark Bennett's head off, and we shouldn't really expect anything less. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't even ask me because. Everything has been said. He's been said he knows how to how to be the savage. That's the most stupidest thing I ever heard because the last of my five opponents were much better than Mark Bennett, you know, with 90% KO ratio. And they couldn't do shit. So I just don't see this guy doing I don't even know who he is. But for real, I don't know how he looks like. I really don't know how he looks like, bro. He could walk past now and you wouldn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, I would never recognize him. He could be like, 
Yo, fuck you, Sammy Brown. Thank you. No, fuck you too. I wouldn't know who he is. I wouldn't know. And I don't care. My coach saw his clips and he said like this. It's okay. And that's all I need. Well, aside from that, there is a little interesting subplot. I went to see Nick Webb on Thursday and obviously I was talking to him about the situation why you and him didn't fight and now obviously he's fighting Fabio Wardley. You're all in the bubble at the same time. You might as well just have a Royal Rumble. Yeah, but Ebony Bridges is also in the bubble. You know? so why the fuck would I look at Nick Webb? You know? I'm not going to look at that guy. I don't care about that guy. I thought I offered him the fight for two years. Dylan White offered him the fight. He called him on his personal phone. And he wouldn't pick up. Ah, oh, fuck off. You know? Don't even talk to me. I have other things to look at. You know? Do you, I mean, not the... Well, how does Webb and Wardley play out? I'll just ask you that. Well, like I said, Nick is okay boxer. You know, Fabio Wardley is still unexperienced. Nick is much more experienced. But the head of Fabio Wardley is so much stronger. The mentality, you know, the warrior mentality. Nick doesn't have it. You know, he just looks like this. You can't win fight like that. He's not a warrior. I can see it. I, I saw deep inside his soul. He's not a warrior. Bro. He's not like me. You know, that's why he didn't want to fight me. Because he knows I'm a warrior. And, I, and it would take walk through hell and back to, to defeat me. He doesn't have it in himself. He lives too good of a life. You know, I don't want to live good. You know, I just keep putting myself in this kind of shit situation. Shit hotels, tough sparrings, you know, little pay. I just do that on purpose. You know, he doesn't want to do it. He's just like, oh, I'm just going to rest. Ah, fuck that. Bro. He's not a warrior. And Fabio Wardley is a warrior. And he's going to see that on the fight night. So you'd rather stay in a shit hotel than a good hotel? Yeah, I would. Why not? Why not? I just want uh, clean bed sheets, you know, and clean and pillows. I, can I have a pillow? Is that okay? Uh, I can have a pillow. So no, you got to sleep on the floor or concrete slab. But I was, I was thinking about it, no, because my, my fucking bed is way too comfortable at home. I want to buy myself those uh, military bags and I'm going to sleep in one of those. No, I was really thinking about it. Oh, God, Alan, thank you very much for speaking to IFL TV. Short and sweet, one more thing, a message for your fans as we close in on Fight Camp. Yeah, thank you, my fans. As always, you've been so so supportive of me, you know, and I just, I don't have the words to express. Newcastle, when Newcastle, I'm a tun-tun, how is it, tun-tun-tun-tun? Tun-tun-tun-tun. They were all up for me, you know, and not for Chamber, who is an... Englishman, you know, it, it was a weird, 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 but I liked it so much. I still have that Newcastle energy in me, and I'm going to bring it, you know, on the Eddie Hearns Garden. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.